Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, it's Michelangelo. I've been going through the Armstrong Getty archives. It's time for one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. All right. Welcome. I found something really good for you. Uh, Let's see. This was 2012. Gladys, where are you? There she is. Okay, today I'm going to bring you one of Joe Getty's greatest rants. Like I said, this goes back to 2012, and uh, basically it's about child safety. And what you'll notice in this clip is that there's lots of long pauses by Joe, partially because, one, he's so angry about it, and two, he wants to be very careful on how he words things. One of the challenges of being on the radio is you've got to be careful when you talk about your personal life. You want to share with the listeners as much as you can, make it as entertaining as you can, and really paint a good picture for the listeners so they understand exactly what you're talking about. But, but sometimes if you overshare, your wife, your kids, your neighbors, if they hear this stuff on the radio, there are hurt feelings. I know this firsthand. Um, just trust me, Jack, Joe. We've, we've all done it where we've shared a story on the air and uh, later it came back to bite us in the butt. So Joe was being very careful with his words. There were neighbors or friends that he didn't want to hurt. And uh, even though he disagreed with them, he didn't want to have any hurt feelings. So this segment is about Joe Getty and his teenage daughter. She goes to an event in a very nice neighborhood and she wants to have some friends walk home with her at night. It's about nine o'clock in a very safe neighborhood. And unfortunately, not all the parents agreed. And Joe Getty gives his strong opinions on this matter. So let's go back to 2012 and hear what I consider one of Joe Getty's greatest rants. Listen, totally non-political note. I, and, and this is going to get me in trouble, but I don't care. Um, 
Can you tell us in trouble with who? Because I'm so suffocatingly serious. It'll it'll become um it'll become obvious. So uh uh, uh middle school uh, activity that my daughter attended. After which they're going to walk to the uh, the yogurt place three blocks away. After the dance, dance ends at nine o'clock. I live in one of the safest suburbs, the safest towns in California. Probably one of the safest towns in, in America that's not, you Which know, some tiny farm town. One of the safest towns on earth. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is almost never, ever, ever any violent crime. There might be a, a burglary, you know, once a week somewhere. I don't know. But it's, it's, and I moved there on purpose. Great schools, too. And so uh, a little D is trying to figure out who can go on this three-block walk along well-lit major thoroughfares, 9 o'clock at night. 2 in the morning. 9 o'clock at night. And she had a great deal of difficulty recruiting people to take this uh, three-block walk, at which point all the parents would come and pick them up at the ice cream parlor, the yogurt place. Because a couple of friends were not allowed to go unless parents walked with them couple couldn't go unless parents shadowed them, driving slowly behind them in a car, watching them. I'm sorry, but if I'm a teenage kid and my parent is following me in the car, I would feel humiliated if my parents were following me in the car. Truly humiliated. I think I'd moon them. One couldn't go because there were going to be boy a boy there, as if they, as middle schoolers, were going to run off into the bushes and fornicate or something. And I can't remember one of the other ones. But we're talking a group of six, eight, ten kids, if they could all go. They're all 12, 13 years old. Walking a couple of blocks in one of the safest towns in America on a major thoroughfare where there are a fair number of people around anyway in an area with no crime. I used to wait for the bus every morning with a group of kids, even in the dark sometimes during the winter months, all by ourselves. Nothing ever happened. And all the parents were too scared to let their kids walk that three blocks in a big group. That doesn't surprise me. I was astounded. I couldn't believe it. You know, here's the problem. You raise your kid however the hell you want. But here's where I tell you you're wrong. (laughs) Oh, no, I think they're wrong. Oh, you already said that. That's right. Yes. Um... You are raising children who are so terrified of the world, who learn no survival skills, who don't learn to look around, observe their surroundings, figure out what's dangerous, what's not. You're going to send a bunch of terrified little veal calves off to college if you let them go to college. How are you going to? Or are you going to be the helicopter parents who the administration finally has to say, do you know now in colleges, they, they tell you, you must physically be off the campus by X time because so many parents want to stay with their kids and like move into the dorm room with them and do their homework for them and pat their bottoms dry after their shower. It's incredible. There's no way in hell I'm letting my parents come to school with me. Besides, I don't want my dad in my fraternity. I don't need dad showing me how to play beer pong. God, we're a soft, soft nation. Go off to college with no skills, like how to treat a dress wound uh, when you've been uh, got a, a you know a flesh bullet wound from oh, yeah. walking home oh, to the uh, nine o'clock in at Caucasian night. Caucasian acres, <laughs> you get hit with a straight golf ball, maybe. <laughs> and my sister and I were reminiscing about uh, taking the train into Chicago with our friends 
and going to the museums. Or at the minute somebody had a driver's license, we're in the car off to a Cubs game downtown, parking, walking through, going to Blackhawks games on the west side of Chicago, which in retrospect was probably a bad idea. But it didn't matter because there are a lot of people there. We are, you people who won't let your kids play at the park because they're not going to get abducted. They're not going to get abducted. I just read a poll out of England where a, a, a majority of people won't let their kids play outside, even though crime, violent crime and crimes against children have dropped like 35% since the 70s. It, we have never been so safe and we have never been so cautious. And if you don't think that ties in somehow to dependency America, to, to lunatics about safety in every aspect of everything in America, as opposed to adventure and, and courage and entrepreneurialism and, and, and rugged independence. If you don't think that's all tied in, you're a fool. Kids are going to be fine. Let them live. Let them live. Please, how long does it take to them? Listen, if somebody weird comes up to you that makes you uncomfortable, yell and scream and run away or stay together tight in that group or whatever, it, like that's going to happen anyway in Caucasian Acres, please, in most of the towns in America. It's unbelievable. She and a gang? Yes. That helps protect you, from what I read. Because I got your back. I have said what I intend to say. I know y'all think you're doing the right thing. Oh, good. I think Joe's calmed down. I think his rant's over. Well, well, you can't, you can't. Why do you think your kids live with you at age 30? Seriously. (laughs) Why do you think think your 33-year-old has moved back in? Oops, I was wrong. He's still going. Look out, everybody. Because you raised him to be a damn veal calf. You raised him on a short leash. The next thing you're going to have is parents showing up at the workplace. (laughs) Michael, inside inside mean comment. Mean spirited inside comment. It happens. (laughs) That's what he's hinting at. It's not a hypothetical. (laughs) That's the first time that ever leaked out onto the air, Michael. That's beautiful. (laughs) Oh god damn. You know what? If I've offended you, I'm sorry. All right, so I got caught up in the moment at the end of the segment as well. We had this co-worker, and his mother would come to work with him. And this co-worker, he was probably 27, 28 years old, and his mom would come in, and she would just hang out with him. And it was very, very strange, and it's almost like she became a mascot. It was very, very weird. I'll never forget the day we had an air talent walking around the building with a very important corporate person. And he introduces this person and goes, this is so-and-so. And then he looks to the left and goes, and this is his mother. It was very strange. Yeah, my mother would never come to work with me and hang out with my coworkers. I would find it very, very strange. And the fact that that occurred for as long as it did was really weird. I mean, can you imagine you have a dispute with a coworker and mom suddenly stands up and starts fighting for you? So, yeah, I, I decided to take a cheap shot at a coworker on the air. Kind of a low blow, but as they say, if it makes you grin, leave it in. Well, I hope you enjoyed another A&G classic segment. I'm always going through the archives to find, you know, these little moments. Sometimes it might be a, a, an important celebrity, but other times it's just something that's really unique. And I'll be on the lookout for more great moments. And join me again next time for one more thing. Well... I guess that's it. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.